Oil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. Just hock a loogie and rub it in there. You know what I'm saying? Speaking Ooh. of, welcome to Hardly Know Her. That's how my granddaddy did it. That's how I'll do it. There you go. God bless. Uh, my Back name on is... the Oregon Trail, they didn't have a uh, damn... They didn't have KY Jelly. They just had mm. phlegm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Turtle Pig. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Slurp Turp and Zelestia. How are you two doing? Hi, good. You? Uh, using phlegm as lube, I guess, you know? Love mm. to see it. Tired. I'm sleepy. Yeah, I uh, am upset. This is a bad day. It was a bad day. But you know what? I'm here having a brewski with you guys. So uh, fuck it. Every yeah. day's a good day. Some days are just better than others. I'm sorry. There there's go. some shitty stuff. But cheers. I'm glad to be here with y'all. Yeah, the good part starts now. Hanging with the homies on this, that, there. You hardly know her. Yep. Um, a fun, good, smart, and nice podcast. Yes. It's been a while since we've had uh, 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 one with just the three of us. I, as much as I love doing, uh, you know, our guest ones, it is nice to have the homies, uh, you know, just the three amigos. So it's, it's lovely to spend time with you two. Yeah, sometimes you just got to bring it back to basics. Hang hang with the core crowd. Exactly. Exactly. So um, it is a pleasure to spend time with you guys again. Last week, um, I really liked last week's chat. It actually um, spurred me to write out a new script to do uh, do, do a new audio session. So I haven't recorded oh, yeah. it yet, but I did write down the script. Um, it's very funny. <laughs> Hashtag cast Sean as... No, no, I'm not putting you in my erotic audio. <laughs> I don't want to be one of the, the comers. I just want to I want to be one of the background. If I performers. ever need a background performer, then I will I will call you in. OK. Yes, do that. Perfect. Excellent. Hey, I'm um, going to go get some burgers and fries. Step sis. Yeah, there you, you go. You want anything from Wendy's? Yeah, excellent. Excellent. That's it. Um. So. Other than that, um, this week we wanted to do something a little bit different and a little bit fun. Um, well, I say like fun. it's fun. I say I say it's fun, but but then after we did some research, it's it's actually uh, pretty sad. But um, one of the one of the ideas that we've had for a hot minute now is to hit up the subreddit um, relationship underscore advice, which is five million people strong. Um, it is a very very popular 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 popular. <laughs> uh subreddit on reddit uh and uh you know there's 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 definitely a lot of talking points a lot of people that need some help um and just a lot of really fucked up situations in the world evidently mm -hmm. um also a lot of people that don't seem to understand what the word relationship uh generally means yeah lots of roommate stuff lots of yeah roommate stuff. not in the sexy way yeah, yeah, some of not, it is. Some sure. of it is, but yeah, yeah. a lot of it is just like my roommate did this and it made me uncomfortable. And it's like is that relationship advice? All right. I feel being like very, somewhere else. They're being very, very liberal, liberal yeah, with exactly. the term relationship. <laughs> like, I understand um, denotationally, it just means, you know, anything between two people or more. But connotation of the word generally means some kind of sexual or romantic um, rendezvous has occurred within the two at the very least, right? So anyways. Sometimes it's my dad's a dick. Yeah, it's like, I mean... All right, I hope you don't have that kind of relationship with your father, but, you know. Hey, Dad, I'm going out to get some Wendy's. Do you want anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, in this situation, my character's never sexually involved with these people. Mm, 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 very good. Just wants to go get a hamburger sandwich. Right, right, of course. A so hamburger sandwich? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who calls it a hamburger sandwich? What the sandwich? Me, that this one time, on I did it. It's so. either a hamburger or it's a sand. It's not a hamburger sandwich. Heck, yeah, it is. It's one. Tweet, tweeters, tweet at us. Hashtag <laughs> hamburger sandwich. Good. That's it. That it's not even a vote. This or that. Just it's just tweet that. It's just tweet it. Just tweet that thing. Because then I will feel validated. There you go. Excellent. Makes mm. Lerper feel better. And hashtags hamburger sandwich for his nonsense thing. Good. Um, Perfect. So uh, we were just going to pick out a couple of ones that we found while browsing uh, and then give you our take, what we would respond to these lovely um, uh, 
guys and gals and non-binary pals. So who would like to start us off with their selecciones? Mine's probably really bad, but it's also short. Okay, mine are not short, so it's probably, you know, we'll, we'll get a quick one out, you know? <laughs> what I always do before our first date, so it's so I... Good idea, it's a good idea. Pump, it's like an ejaculation joke. Dear Reddit, how do I, 20-year-old male, convince my girlfriend, 21-year-old female, that I didn't cheat? That's the uh, title. Okay. A friend of mine needed a ride home from the airport. It's a long, complicated story, but she came back to our hometown for personal reasons without much planning and needed a place to stay. My GF was cool with it. I'm in the summer semester, so I'm still at my campus apartment. I went to the airport and picked her up. When we got back, I told her I'd take the couch and she could take my bed. I gave her diff sheets and all that. When she left in the morning, she texted my girlfriend that I had been so nice to let her sleep in my bed. She added that I slept on the couch in the living room at least 20 feet away from my bedroom. My girlfriend is pissed at me and said it was a major boundary violation and I should have put her on the couch instead. But that seemed so rude. She's... I'm not talking to you, pissed. I think we're at DEFCON 1. How do I defuse the situation? Yours truly, throw, ran, nosebleed. Well, uh, all right, there's some weird emphases uh, in, in that conversation, first off. Very, very weirdly specific kind of things, but also- Yeah, the 20 feet? Yeah, was, yeah, 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 I wonder, was the 20 feet mentioned in the text message? Because the way that was worded, it feels oh, like- I would be suspicious. I gotta like, tell you. I was 20, at least 20 feet away from your boyfriend at all times. He was, was so nice. 20 feet away from his penis, <laughs> which was which was two inches wide. <laughs> Wait, how do you know that bit? <laughs> Gracious. Um, uh, That's how I was taught. As well, if I if if I had a guest uh, specifically, I mean, you know, if I had a lady guest that I, you know, I would give my bed. Is, a lady is what guest I, or an older guest? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's what I was taught. I would give my bed to whoever that was, and I would sleep on the couch. Um, mm -hmm. It happened it as recently like as thing. like three years ago. I had uh, a friend of mine and her husband came to visit me whenever I was in Austin. That was more than three years ago. Holy shit. Um, Five years ago, I guess, they came to visit me whenever I was in Austin. I gave them my bed. I had the couch. I told them, don't fuck on my bed. You know, so yeah. um, I feel like that's pretty standard procedure. I don't think that this guy was out of line at all, especially considering the fact that he's in a college dorm room or college apartment. There's not really a whole lot of other options. The fact he had a couch at all is impressive, honestly. Yeah. So, um I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I'm i not a big fan of overly jealous people. I understand that, you know, maybe there's some insecurities there, but uh, I absolutely am on the side of the dude in this situation and feel like they have some trust issues that they need to work through. I feel um, like a lot of stories missing, too. I mean, it, it's even mentioned, like, there's, there's a long story... But anyway, yeah, so like, what's like the history with the exactly? Group, right? What is the history? Is this actually just a friend? Is there a history with this friend? Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of context missing on purpose so that you more so side with the guy. Sure. Saying, um, like, how do I convince her I didn't cheat? You don't need to convince her you didn't cheat. As my... long as you didn't cheat, there is no issue. And if y'all can't get past that, that's that's a, that's an issue in the relationship. My interpretation was that he excluded, like he said, for personal issues, and then it said she had to come to her hometown. I'm inferring some sort of family emergency, and he mentioned that it was last minute. So all that kind of leads me to think that she came to her hometown, family emergency. That's why it was so last minute, couldn't make other arrangements, and she seemed to be gone like early the next day. Um, that being said, A, I'm glad that it kept the post shorter. For, for my benefit right. to not include that and also it seems like it might have been a violation of the fred's privacy to like True. include the the girls i don't need the reason for her drama visiting or drama i just i just i just feel like there's something missing yeah, a missing the, piece i feel like there's something explain. missing as to why the the girlfriend is is so upset is it really just the fact of the bed is the bed really the line or 
Is there something else? Yeah. Is 20 feet that was mentioned, you know? That is weird. That bit's weird. Yeah. I actually had like an almost exactly mirrored situation as this. Um, And the, the issue was that there was like some level of history with the girl and me. You, you know what I mean? And so this was back again, Austin, but earlier, earlier in Austin, I was maybe 19 or 20 at this time. And there was a friend that was having like a really rough time, um, had to, you know, be away from her current living situation for a bit. And so she just went on a drive and came to Austin. It was just like, hey, can I can I crash at your place? And I was just like, uh, sure. We had kissed before. We didn't date or anything like that. We didn't have sex. We had just kissed before. That was it. But still, um, I was living by myself at that point. Uh, and my uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, you know, was like, said she was cool with it, but then turns out she was not cool with it kind of situation. Um, it was an instance where we did not sleep in the same place. I'm pretty sure I gave up my, you know, my bed in that instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so that was it. And so like, I, um, I still am upset that the, that there was no trust in me in that situation. But at the same time, like I can more so understand, you know, like uh, the, the issue there and if that is a situation like this i could see if somebody is even like a little bit on the more jealous side Mm -hmm. i could see that being the reason that she's having these complications you know yeah yeah i wish the person would have just volunteered and i tried going through the comments to see if uh any of these questions were asked uh i didn't see any questions like this asked or at least responses from the original poster about any of that stuff yeah it would be helpful to know uh, the context of what the friend and the uh, Mr. Nosebleed's uh, past relationships were, if there were anything. Uh, it sounds like he checked with the girlfriend first, like, yo, this friend of mine, I'm sure he gave the name, sure. uh, family emergency, I'm presuming, needs to crash overnight, blah, blah, blah. She was like, sounds like she said she okayed it all. Right. Well, that's I mean, that was the same. That was a situation with me as well. Like I asked for permission, you know, more or less and was given the green light and it still wasn't actually a green light, you know. So, um, I mean, there I don't know. That's still like, I don't know. It, it's not in the realms of like ridiculously jealous. It is a jealous thing. It is absolutely a jealous thing. But um, I don't know if this qualifies quite as like overly jealous, but it's like yeah, towing the line, getting over there, you know. Um, I can kind of understand where the girl is coming from on this, but there's 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 some definite communication that needs to happen between these two uh, to establish trust. Um, as far as like how sh- does he need to convince her if he is really legitimately 100% not guilty of doing anything here, all he can do is be honest. And if she decides yeah. that she is going to accept that, then that's great. And if she doesn't, then then she doesn't. And that's yeah. where that relationship is and should be. Mm-hmm. Look, babe. Um, manners. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Manners. All right. Hot dicks. Hot dicks. Um, all right. Fair enough. Um, I have a few. So do you mind if I do what? This is a yeah, longer go. one. So. Yeah. Let's, let's get a longer one out of the way. Yeah. So the title for this one is wife had been flirting with her coworker. She said she would stop, but it just happened again. Is there any future in this relationship? So already pretty saucy just from the title. Right. Mm. Yeah. All right. My wife and I had been married for slightly more than three years now. Last Christmas, I found she had been having a long conversation with a coworker of hers in which they talked about having had sex multiple times and then they couldn't wait for the next one. The guy said he was going to book a hotel near their office right after Christmas. In this conversation, when he said he was looking forward to seeing my wife, she would reply with things like, I'm looking forward to much more than just seeing you, etc. Um, when I confronted my wife, she denied the conversation existed. After deleting it, she showed me her phone to prove it didn't exist, but I had taken a few pictures. She then said it was all virtual and that they never did anything physical. To prove she was right, she messaged her coworker in front of me asking if he had booked the hotel. He replied, not yet. She then asked if he was really expecting them to meet, to which he replied negatively. She promised they would never talk again, and I agreed, simply because I love her a lot and wanted to trust her. But in my mind, I wasn't completely sure she had been honest. For a few weeks, I must admit I checked her phone a few too many times, so she changed her password, which I was fine with because I was probably being too paranoid. 
This week, I picked her phone up because I needed a code that had been sent to her phone number. I didn't even need to unlock the screen to get it. To my surprise, under the message with the code, there were other messages from the same guy. One of them was an audio. The second one was a shirtless photo of himself in front of a mirror. And the third one said sweaty and a few emojis with the tongue. Oh, panty face. Good Lord. Okay. I confronted her since she had promised they wouldn't ever talk again. And she said he just wanted to show her he's going to the gym to show progress. What? <laughs> what a <laughs> gaslighting. Oh, oh. But that the rest of the times they talk, it's just about work and that this is just a coincidence. I asked her to show me the rest of their messages, but she said she, she, she oh my God. But she said she had mistakenly deleted their con conversation oh. history. My wife says she's going to change this time and that I never really forgave her. And that's why she kept talking to the guy. What? What? Oh, she says this time she's really going to stop, but I have a hard time believing it. Or even if she does stop, I fear when things don't go so well between us, she'll do it again. I really love her, but I can't keep living like this. Is there any situation in which this can work? What would you do? Run. Run. Oh, run. Run. Shit. Dude. She is manipulative. She's yep. awful. She gaslights. Putting the blame on him, saying blame that him and it, and like, well, you didn't actually forgive me, so that's, and that's like, why I'm doing this. Like, whoop. yeah, that's that's how you behave when someone doesn't forgive you is uh, just double down on the behavior. <laughs> that's so up. No, run. Oh, there's no. God. There's no way that this is going to work. Only because she does not respect the original poster. She does not care about the original posters. Absolutely. This is this is wife, right? Get out. This is yes, wife. Wife. Okay. First thing, uh, dial one eight hundred lawyer. Yep. Absolutely. Get lawyered up on this shit. Uh, For I can't, sure. I can't believe she tried to say it was a fucking gym thing. Get the fuck out of here. What? No way. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. If I'm I ever think... showing progress pictures to someone that I'm not trying to fuck, I have a shirt on. Uh, you know what I mean? Like at the very least, I have a shirt on to right. show in progress. I don't, uh, I don't show my titties off, you know. Just or you post that to like your Instagram or, or something. something. Be like, fans. look at my growth. There's a difference between posting something sweaty. and DMing somebody. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Face. Yeah. Sweaty Come with on. the tongue out. Holy shit. Oh god, I feel so bad for. Bless his heart. This poor dude. Yeah, run, run is my advice. Get a lawyer. Get out of there. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you still have those screen grabs from earlier. Yeah. Those will sure. help and change the passwords court. on all of your own phones, all of your uh social medias, lock down your bank account if you have to. Like this sounds horrid. Do no, you're you're playing with fire here. And all the comments are like, dude, like get out. Mate. <laughs> You know, we're pretty much going exactly with what we said. This post was from about a year ago. Um, so this one has a follow-up. Okay. Oh, this is yeah. the one with the follow-up? This is the one with the follow-up. Um, all right. Update. You were right. I ignored every single <laughs> no one of your comments way. and eventually caught my wife with the other man. Oh, God. This is a tough pill to swallow, and I can't say I hadn't been warned. This is the previous post, and it has a link to it. Many folks asked me to follow up with an update, so here it is, fresh from the oven. After reading every single comment of the Reddit post, my brain didn't couldn't overcome the catastrophe and the collapse of the world I had built for me, in which my wife is my love, my best friend and partner, as well as the no, person I admire the most. She was entirely perfect and made me happy for many years. I thought no couple in the world could have what we had. We were both very happy for a long time. We were both attractive. We were both inherently good, had big hearts, and were individually wildly successful in our careers. He has a very inflated idea of what this woman is. Exactly. After the Reddit post, I moved to an Airbnb and eventually with family to think these th things through. It was a terrible time, but a psychologist helped me recover from a terrible mental state. It coincided with the pandemic hitting very hard in my city. I caught the virus, which didn't help. Oh, poor guy. During this time, we kept talking and my wife was very sorry and continued to say that should they hadn't met. I knew it wasn't true, but was willing to forgive the woman of my dreams who continued being the highest altar <laughs> of my universe. Fast forward last Saturday morning, I went back to our place ready to forgive her and talk things through in the most mature way possible. And there she was, but I was the one who received the surprise to say the least. The guy was in my house naked, and so was my wife. The guy from the messages, the guy from the pics, the one she said she didn't even like. I caught him hiding in my bathroom as my wife was putting her pajamas on. Jesus. When I 
When I saw him hiding in my bathroom, he uttered, sorry, dude. For a, se for a second, I asked myself, is this where I kill him? But I instantly <laughs> replied, I got nothing against you. Because the guy was just nailing this hot woman, even if he was doing so in a house full of pictures of me. Pictures of our wedding and our families. Pictures of my dead father. Oh my God. Pictures of my dead father who would be so sad to see how the marriage he never witnessed was going to end. Oh. He was always, he has always been the reason to try and make the world a better place. He passed away two months after our wedding. I'm sorry. I still love her to death, but I understand enough is enough. Even if my world collapses, I hope I can build a new one without lies and in which I'm not just blind believer under an altar of a fake God. Godspeed. I feel so bad for him because oh. he really like puts her on a pedestal like mm -hmm. she is his entire world and he still just can't believe that she is hurting him yep he still has this separate idea of her that she is perfect that she is wonderful that she is this that and the other thing that she is good innately good and well <laughs> like if she was innately good she, she wouldn't have done this she wouldn't be yeah manipulating you and lying to you and cheating on you and fucking with your dead dad's pictures next like to right her? Like, yeah exactly I, put I the mean, pictures like, away dude like holy shit the very right, least like, right put the pictures away maybe don't have the whole family watching you ruin your marriage be philanderous yeah exactly like oh uh, uh, my heart yeah and dude that lady is fucked up those are some like grade a manipulation tactics mm -hmm. all throughout Holy shit. For someone who is completely enamored with her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, this dude is obviously, like, completely blinded with, with the way that he, you know, feels, you know, for, for his wife, which, you know, like, like it, it, it's not good to be that defenseless, but at the same time, like you're supposed to want to feel that way about your wife or your spouse, you know, like that's, that's kind of like, uh, it's hard because like, I want to say you should have, you should have known better, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that are like overly suspicious of their spouses or there's no love in their, in their life whatsoever. And so it's hard to hate on somebody that just really loved somebody, you know, like that was, that was his thing. He completely glossed over her mistakes and the things that we clearly see as evil and wrong because he wanted this to work, you know? That's yeah, sad. something, something missing the red flags, rose-colored glasses, that kind of sure, bullshit. Exactly. Yep. All that. But also, fool, fool me once, shame on. Yeah. You. No, I mean for sure. Fool me I, twice. That was the third. Still a bit of shame on you. Maybe I gotta adjust it. Fool me seven times, like yeah, mate. man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was from from the story. Who knows if that's actually it? But from the story, that was the third time, and he got concrete evidence i suppose at that point so gee dust man that's rough that's rough Woo. yeah very bad don't do it lord have mercy all right um well that's cool zell do you have a story you <laughs> that's cool you know, i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back up i'm gonna bring it back up all right yeah um this is from um my professor writing uh, says, I want to pick up single moms at Disney World. Where do I start? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, whoa, okay. I, I'm, I'm interested. What's going on here? Wait, is this that is, it? That's the whole question. Oh, okay. And, and we're followed with two sentences. Mm. Just hear me out. <laughs> single moms travel solo to Disney all the time. What a better place to make magic than the most magical place in the world. Bruh. Is this an untapped market? Is that the entirety of... I leave you with that. Okay. Is this an untapped market? Because single moms and it's a magical place. Okay. Uh, have <laughs> money. Step one. Have so much money. You'd be able to well, spoil them moms and those kids. And the fucking buy kids. Buy all the churros. Buy... Know the Disney characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you can do impressions of any of them, extra points. Yeah, nothing gets nothing gets a lady wetter than a guy that can pull off a sick, goofy impression. <laughs> I mean, this is the most magical place on Earth. That's right. You know, a midge makes a great one and he's married. So, you know, I guess I guess there's that, you know, I'm proofs with, in the pudding with a kid. With a kid. Yeah. So he came at least once. So <laughs> <laughs> There's evidence of at least once. 
Um, I've so read in that science book. Here, uh, don't. So my my. So <laughs> most of the time, I am all for people trying to get their Mac on. Like absolutely. Mm-hmm. However, if a single mother scrape together enough money from whatever you know she has to do to take her child to Disney World or Disneyland or whatever Universal theme, any of it. Um, the child is the priority there. We're we're supposed to just be there so the kid can have fun, right? If okay, one, if the child, if if the mother is a good mother, she doesn't probably not really going to be paying attention to things other than her children. Right, oh, I assume that is going to be the focus. I don't know. I don't know about that. A lot of white women really like Disney. I said World. good. I said good. <laughs> I said good. Okay. If I have a they question. They are a bad parent. You're going to be boning this woman while the child is unsupervised, and I don't <laughs> approve of that either. So, really, regardless of how easy it might be to do this. I am of the opinion that you ought not do this. I think that morally I am against this, which like I, I am, I am a disgusting freak, but I have moral standards and I am not okay with this. Is this man just loitering in magic kingdom (laughs) waiting for a a woman by herself with kids? He has a box on a stick, like, (laughs) like a, like Wiley coyote, you know? I mean, there are some, I'm sorry. That's a different intellectual property. There are some follow-up questions. Um, this was posted very, very recently. So 25 minutes ago, a uh, Bellamont incident asked, um, you're planning on Suspicious. approaching women in the most complicated kid wrangling situation out of a disaster. This mm-hmm. sounds like it'd be very frustrating, but also quite expensive. Um, and OP responds, solid point. I have to rethink this. So like the-, the oh, he thought about none. not even thinking about the kid. He's just thinking there are single moms. He doesn't- He's he's not thinking like at all any further than single single moms. Didn't think about money. Didn't think about (laughs) they're dealing with their children in a very excitable place. The perception of just being a man wandering around Epcot by yourself. (laughs) Look, people give Disney adults enough shit on the road. You know what's worse? Not being a Disney adult and being at Disney. That's right. that's way sketchier that's, than that's being a person that's obsessed with Disney and being there as an adult. Like uh, for that, for, <laughs> I'm like, you know, whatever, man, like you're into what you're into. Go do your thing. Like maybe I think it's a little weird, but, you know, you're not hurting anyone being obsessed with Goofy. Fuck it. Like go do your mm-hmm. thing. Right. If you're there and you're not obsessed with Disney and you're there by yourself as a single man picking up women. You are so sketchy and like <laughs> the bottom of the barrel as far as I'm concerned. Here's what you should do. You should get a job at Disney as Gaston. Oh, perfect. Then you could hit on them all the time and no one would take you seriously, which is the same as what will happen now. It so would be it's- fun. He's in character. <laughs> Here's an alternative. Here's an alternate pitch. Vegas. New Orleans. Any beach. On like spring break. Yeah. Find these places. places. <laughs> there will be other people arguably looking for something similar. Yeah. Not people <laughs> having their kids meet Pluto. Actively, actively wrangling their children the entire time. As a child that has been to Disney World and Disneyland, I was a piece of shit because I was very excited. I'm sure my Strict conservative parents were very, very like <laughs> stressed dealing with my bullshit. I know at Universal Studios, when I was like three, I went and ran after Donatello, the Ninja Turtle, and got lost. So they had to like get the employees to help find me and shit like that. So I mean, like, oh god, like imagine trying to mac on a woman while you know their kid is off, you know, chasing Elsa or whatever the fuck is happening. Like, right? I had my bad. first, I had my first anxiety attack that I can remember. Like at Disney World or really? Disneyland, yeah. The first, the first anxiety attack I remember, I can never remember, was at Disneyland. So yeah, fucking try to hit on me at Disneyland while I'm having an anxiety attack. I'll punch you square in the face with my churro. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I actually saw. I mean, speaking of emergencies and shit like that, there. Um, I remember seeing a kid go into an epileptic seizure. Uh, there. Whenever oh, I shit. went. Oh shit. 
Yeah, because the kid went to Epcot, which he shouldn't have, uh, because if you have epilepsy, there's a lot of electronics and screens and stuff in Epcot. Right. Uh, and so he Parents. was there just staring at a screen, and I just <laughs> see him, like, straight as a board fall back. You know, like, he didn't buckle oh, his knees, shit. anything. He just, like, flop. And it was just like... <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, scary. kids that saw it, including me, like were screaming, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was an intense thing to see. Magical. Yeah. So magical. Such yeah. a good place to get your dick wet, right? Oh fucking my god. Goodness. What a fucking idiot. I think just as a, rule, as a rule. As a rule, anywhere where people's kids are present are probably isn't the best place to hit on them. Yeah, like yeah. Like introducing a person to your child and uh, I've dated somebody with a child. So introducing a person to your child is a big step and people generally don't like just bringing their children willy nilly around people. And they definitely don't like being hit on while their child is present. Like that's a weird situation in front of your child. Right. So uh, don't dumbass. So I think we solved this guy's problem. Yeah, stop being an idiot. Just get on Tinder, you <laughs> fucking Claude. Christ. I feel like people don't say Claude enough. It's a good it's a good insult. That is good. All right. Uh, that's your homework this week, listeners. Uh, find a reason to call someone a Claude sometime this week. Yes, please. Please do so. Please do so. All right. All right. I have Let's another one. Are, are we, one. Yeah. Are we are we rotating back around? Oh wait, no, I guess Sean's I guess Slurp. Next. Slurp, you're next. Uh oh gosh. Uh, or do you, or, or or do you want to do you want a um, mulligan one? Uh, I'm not thrilled with my next one. So if you wanna if you wanna do some do one of yours real quick. Sure, sure. Um, so one of the other ones that I have, um, I picked mainly because it makes me angry. Uh, so so that's great. Like we're already in a good place because I'm already heated from this. Good. Fuck off. Good. Um, so. <laughs> The title of this one is My Boyfriend Isn't Okay With Me Being Promiscuous in the Past. So already a good start. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have an insecure man. All yeah. right, let's yeah. go. All right, here, I knew you would like this one. I, I, I halfway picked it for me, halfway picked it because I knew you would be <laughs> angry too. So, I am a 21 female dating my boyfriend, 23 male. I understand some people don't like their partner's body count and it can be a deal breaker in some cases, but my boyfriend asked me what my body count was and told me not to lie to him and I was completely honest to him. My body count is more than 10, but less than 20, which by the way, not even a lot, but okay. No, and it doesn't even matter. You can fuck a thousand people. Your vagina will still be the same vagina that it was. Absolutely. But also, you know. Also, get, get not tests. your like doesn't fucking matter. You, you know what yeah, I mean? It doesn't it, matter as long as yeah. you're getting tested and being safe. Yeah, then fuck. Yes, it. Why those things. It? Those things are important. But other, yes, everything else he said is 100 percent accurate as well. Yes, not going to be completely specific. And he got upset right away and stated, "Oh boy, oh I'm already mad." And I stated, already have my my stance. And stated, since I'm a woman, I should hold myself to a higher standard. He has said that women who are promiscuous deserve to be treated like thoughts. And I got offended about that. He thought that I'm overreacting for getting offended at him telling me that. What? We ended up making up and moving on, and he doesn't mistreat me often, but he has showed signs he doesn't trust me as much since that whole conversation. Like he constantly needs to see my location now. Um, edit, he did specify that I wasn't a thought and he wasn't calling me one. He says that he can respect women, but not thoughts. Babe, you're not a, I didn't say you are a bitch. I said, you're being a bitch. He says that it's his opinion and I was weird for being offended, but I will be rethinking our relationship. Excuse me, how many orgasms does this man give you? I'm guessing the answer is zero. Seems Get the fuck out of there. Many. Are you kidding me? There's no way he even knows what a clitoris looks like. Honey, get out of this. Yeah, you deserve yeah. so, mm-hmm. so, so much better. I knew exactly where this is going when you said, he has to know exactly how many people I'd slept with that I was like, uh, mate, you don't want to know that answer, friend. Which is a weird thing in general, right? I mean, like, I understand being completely open with a partner, and I'm completely open generally whenever I'm I'm dating somebody. Like, I, if they want to know something, I'll tell them. But, like, that's a weird question specifically to like, ask. Why would you ever want the answer to that? 
yeah. any any way. Like, you can acknowledge that your partner has been with other people in the past without needing to say, like, oh, well, how many how have many? you actually had? Like, that's how tall were they? In, that's what, intrusive what was their size? and yeah. controlling, and I hate it. Yeah, absolutely. Very weird. Very, especially knowing that he would have a negative response, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, if you were asking because you're like genuinely curious and you're very open with your sex life and like you knew you weren't going to be upset about it, you were just learning more about the other person. That's one thing. But if you're asking, going into it, knowing you're a jealous person and knowing you're going to have this weird reaction and you have all these negative thoughts about thoughts, then like, why would you ask it? <laughs> When also it, just having this idea that there are women and thoughts. Totally. 100%. Like, fucking pisses me off so much. And of course, it's a antiquated attitude. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? And, and there's the difference, obviously, with, with standards, because for dudes, if you have like 100 notches on your belt, you're a player. But then, you know, if you have over 10, apparently, as a girl, then you're a fucking whore, I guess, you know? It's stupid. It's just, not the stance of this show. And there's all the the whole like meme, like, well, like if one key can open a bunch of doors, it's really awesome. But if any key can open one door, then it's a bad door or whatever. It's like, n cool. The maybe metaphor let's... doesn't work. All right. What the fuck a is your maybe, metaphor? Maybe None let's not compare genitals to locksmithing. No, yeah. Fucking awful. And this is like the stuff that like gets repeated to to like women and, mm -hmm. and to girls even at, at like growing up and not like feeling like they can be okay or open with their sexuality because there are so many preconceived and different like quote unquote funny jabs to be made and like, oh, well, if you're not this, then you're obviously that you X, Y, Z. Sure. And then the fuck boys teach this to their younger brothers uh -huh. and, and, and then perpetuates the cycle even more or worse, their sons. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which absolutely happens. I know right. a handful yeah. of the kids that I grew up with had like real fucked up dads that taught them horrible shit. You mm -hmm. know? Jesus Christ, man. Like, it's just, that's such a bad way to think about people, right? And For like, sure. it's it's just like thinking that somebody's worth is tied intrinsically with the amount of sexual partners they have. If that's your issue, you should not date and you should like right. if you're going to be with somebody you're obviously not like, mature enough yeah to date like you need to get over it like that's just a a fucked up way to think or you just need to find some other fucked up you know person that thinks you know some stupid shit and you guys could go and die and be in a stupid somewhere. together yeah that's I, yeah I, 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 I yeah yeah exactly exactly also i want to point out the term in the edit that says he doesn't mistreat me often i hate that that that, because that is that implies still too much. That mistreatment is happening. If you're being mistreated, that's not a relationship that you need to be. You should not be mistreated. You can have arguments, you can have mm -hmm. disagreements, but the minute mistreatment is happening, yeah, that language is telling, right? That, like, that and uh yeah, like if I'm dating somebody and like we had an issue, you know, we've we've had issues, we've had arguments, we've had our spats, whatever, like that's normal, mm -hmm. that's expected. But like you specifically using the term mistreated is it, like that is a, a big red right. flag for any other person that's listening right. in on this relationship, you know? Yeah, using that specific wording as opposed to what you said, having like a spat mm -hmm. or disagreement, I think that speaks volumes that they said the word only mistreats occasionally. I feel like this person, like some part of her deep down already knows what we're telling her. You know what I mean? Like, like she, like, so the fact that she dug up that word to use to describe this, I think part of her understands that she is being mistreated far too often that she needs to get out. But like you said, I'm sure that there's a lot of instances in which people have told her, you know, you're, you're a, you're a lock that too many keys can get into or whatever dumb shit like that. And so right. there's this, this self-directed misogyny, this internalized mm -hmm. misogyny because of that shit. So it just For sucks. Sure. For sure. So, honey, I love you. Please get out of that relationship for yourself. Yeah, for real. You're for so real. much better. Yeah, That's... this was ten months ago, and everyone Ugh. was being very, very supportive of this person. So, I'm well, very happy that uh, that Reddit. Every once in a while, Reddit is is very good and kind, and I feel like relationship advice is a pretty like overall tends to be a good place. Overall, yeah, and and I feel like they definitely do come into people who are in the wrong as well mm -hmm. so 
Oh, I hope oh. I hope she got out of that. Hold on. There is a I, I I forgot this one also had a follow up. Oh, okay. um, oh yeah. I didn't read this, so this is completely oh. uh, new for everyone. So um, <clears throat> thank you for all the advice. I ended up bringing it up yesterday and it instantly turned into an argument again. He asked me why I'm defending thought so much yet again, asking me why I cared so much about what he thought about women who sleep around. He then went on to say I should have known better than to sleep with so many guys and that I knew what I was doing. He said I was uh, a straight up thought in my past, but he loves me and is willing to look, oh my God, willing to look past it. Willing? <laughs> yeah, no, I stood my ground and said, I can't be with anyone who sees women like that. And I wasn't going to let him talk to me like that. I broke things off and he called me stupid for thinking he would let me break up with him. And that turned into a whole new what? argument about how I ain't loyal and I ain't no ride or die chick. I also blocked him on all my socials and he is still making accounts to contact me on. Definitely made the right decision to end things. Oh, I'm so glad she left him. Also, to the people who messaged me saying he was right and that I deserve to be dumped, that nobody likes a used up chick and many other unkind words, it was so unnecessary and I hope you step on a Lego. So a lot oh, of times God. on these kinds of posts, people will reply that are supportive and people will DM that are shitty. And so that happens oh. a lot on Reddit. I, I I see that kind of thing happening to where people will post things like something that's like this or even something in a completely innocuous thing. And it'll be like, I'm a female, you know, like they see like a girl hand holding whatever it is that they're doing. And then like, they'll just be flooded with dick pics, you, you know, oh. and, and like other dumb shit like that. So I'm assuming that she probably got DM'd a bunch of stuff because I didn't see any comments that were negative. Um, right. So it's a lot of just people. There's a lot of people that didn't want to show their face. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Behind the keyboards. That's shitty. They don't want to get downvoted into oblivion. Exactly. They're fake internet points. I also hope that they step on Legos. Absolutely. And like a whole bunch. Junk. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I hope they fall and they poke their dick on a Lego. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I take hope that. that from here on out, all of their cereal is stale and they find their milk sour. There we go. God bless. Has that ever happened to you? I fucking hate that. It's the, yep. Yep. It hasn't yep, happened, that's obviously. That's why I'm wishing it upon them. Obviously, in a long time, it hasn't happened to me. But you know, right. <laughs> but I do remember it vividly. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put out into a world that they, uh, they become allergic to their favorite foods. Ooh, that's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. God bless. All right. Uh, yeah, so there's that. I'm happy that she she ended that on a positive note. Mm -hmm. There is a, a fuck ton of awards uh, on this post. So uh, people are oh, very, yeah. very happy to see um, that this went uh, the way that it did. So I'm glad that she's um, she, she got out of that. So God bless. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Zell, do you have another one that you would like to say? I do. I do. And this one actually kind of ties into what we were talking about at the beginning with roommates. But... Ooh. This one does have actual feelings, I think, in okay. it. Instead right. of just being like a, my roommate. roommate said this and it upset me. So right. here we go. My roommate, 29 female, moved out recently and I, a 30 male, am now depressed that she's gone. I recently married my wife, 33 female, and I don't know what to do. And that's the title. So <laighs> it is for oh. me. 30-year-old male who is married and his 29-year-old female roommate has recently moved out. So, there'll be a lot of identifiers in this post thus offered each party by symbol and will probably be vague. Props if people get the anime reference. Great. I met my wife, Kat, approximately seven years ago when I started at my job at an agency. We began on an on and off relationship for a while at the time. Monkey, my roommate, started approximately a year and a half later at our agency and she became friends with Kat. Some two years later, me and Kat bought a house together and invited Monkey to be our new roommate. We lived together for some time and eventually I married Kat one year ago. Monkey used to work the same schedule as I, but eventually she began to work different schedules. When the pandemic hit, Monkey took it hard that she couldn't go out and socialize, thus we hung out with her more. Me and Kat have slept in different bedrooms for years and I stayed up often. Well, when Monkey would be at home and Cat was asleep, I would sometimes hang out with her and keep her company when I was bored. We shot the shit, drank together, watched shows and movies, but never did anything. Monkey eventually informed us that she was leaving to her home state, and I was fine until the day before she's about to move, when I became more solemn and withdrawn. She moved about a month ago. 
And when I read the letter she wrote for me, the letter was platonic, the day she left, I broke down and cried. I became depressed and felt like I was being torn inside out for two weeks. I told Kat I didn't know what was going on with me and thought I may have feelings for Monkey after getting drunk the night prior and bawling at a friend's house. We Wait, discussed you told, feeling. Cold cat? Is that what that said? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he got drunk at a friend's house and then told cat. Okay. Uh, we discussed the feelings and came to the conclusion that I just really missed monkey. Then she proceeded to try to eliminate monkey out of our lives. She threw away anything that belonged to monkey that she left for us, gifts, and gets irate whenever she's mentioned. She asks me every day if I think of monkey or if I had feelings for her. Oh. I say no. But every time I think about her, my chest hurts and my heart throbs. There's always something in my life that reminds me of Monkey, whether it's home or work. My friends say to keep on keeping on, but I've literally never felt about someone that way. Not even Kat. Also, Kat is pregnant. Any help would be appreciated. Okay. Oof. There's a lot. There's a lot in this, right? A lot yeah. to unpack on this one. Oh my God. Okay. So, uh, real quick, just so I don't forget to say it, this was posted by uh, Voyeur Away071908 about an hour ago. Voyeur, mate. Um, definitely got some unresolved emotions uh, going on. Yes. So, you do have feelings for this person. That's, that's just a thing, right? Yeah. Um, I would, I would say so. Pretty clearly. Yeah. So, like, if it was just, like, I'm sad because, like, a dear friend of mine moved away, that's normal, right? That, like, that by itself, there isn't anything wrong with that, especially if you develop, like, a close bond because of uh, living together in quarantine and stuff. Like, that would be normal. But the extent to which you're talking about, a month later, your heart aching, all these kinds of things, like, there is absolutely something more there than just the platonic friendship that you're missing. Um... The other thing, and like not to blame Kat in this at all, right? Because like Kat is is, is not, I, I don't think Kat's in the wrong for not any of this. Fault. But at the same time, if you ask somebody, are you thinking about them? They will think about them more. It, like, like that's just a thing that's like, it's like whenever you say, don't think of bananas. You just thought of a banana in your head. Like, I, I thought like, of just, a coconut. Happen. Or, or, yeah, exactly. You have to like very actively fight against the idea of a banana whenever I say something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you think like, a banana because a monkey. Yeah, I, maybe, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, so there's, there's, there's that aspect of it as well. But, like, also, I understand that she's just hurting. You, you know what I mean? Because she sees the writing on the wall of this hurting. It's definitely just not fair of her to also just try to eliminate monkey out of their lives, to throw away all of the gifts, to get upset whenever monkey is mentioned. Um, yeah, I mean, it it's, it's seem... not fair, but also like cat is his wife. Yes. Also is cat pregnant. is pregnant that we, we find out at the very last sentence there. Um, so he's obviously putting in a lot, to his relationship with cat but is still hung up on on monkey and even says like he's never felt even the way that he does ab about monkey that is about like he's never felt that way before yeah um and i i think he's trying and, and from what i see i think he's trying to save the relationship with cat because it feels like that's what is supposed to happen because that's what was originally it you know i mean they invited monkey into their world oh. after they had already been together um so i think he's really wanting to do the right thing and not trying to have feelings i think he's suppressing those feelings because he knows it's going to hurt cat yeah and in not trying to hurt cat he's hurting her more by continuing a relationship by you know i'm assuming getting her pregnant um and he's kind of dug himself this hole mm -hmm. yeah no I, I i agree with that completely i'm i would be willing to bet that he like stepped up the fucking you, you know what i mean so that really she, tried uh, to be overly uh, compassionate loving yeah all that kind of having stuff. sex you know talking about babies and stuff that's why she's pregnant because i think he was trying, he's to, trying to compensate exactly. for the feelings yep. for monkey 
Yeah. I mean, I've been guilty of the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, that's just what you, whenever you're in a failing, failing relationship, it's what your brain thinks. Like, I gotta, I gotta fix this, you know, especially if you have that like fixer mentality. Right. And so I've been there. I, I've, I've talked about it on here before I got engaged when I shouldn't have. Right. So right. like, that's, it's, it's the same kind of mentality. Like let's, let's go into some deeper commitment whenever, whenever things are failing, which like, in your stupid fucked up brain at the moment you think makes sense but like right. from the outside in it fucking doesn't you I mean, know? how many times do people say like they had like how many times are people like said that they like had a baby to save their marriage or right. did xyz to save their marriage and it's always some, twist. it's always some big uh, event that actually just pushes them it further didn't further. fix it yeah right exactly. and yep. it never does flash forward people are more sad yeah mm-hmm. Including yep. this new fucking kid. Especially the and, child. And now this child yeah. is getting brought into the world. And In a weird situation. Like, I mean, Kids like, maybe, this is awkward. Maybe original poster and Cat stay together. Here's what you do, mate. Uh, you, Cat, couple therapy. Yeah. Get it sorted out, mate. You have a goddamn kid on the way. Right. Couples therapy for sure. Try to see if y'all can't work it out together. Couple, something a couple here. bozos on a podcast ain't gonna fix your problem in 15 <laughs> minutes. You gotta yeah. go do the work, son. Exactly. And if not, mm-hmm. then understand that you guys need to make a break. Uh, be there for your kid, but at the right. same time, like, don't. I don't know, man. I've, 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 I have never really been a fan of the phrase "stay together for the kids," like for because. Sure. Kids are smarter than you think. And I wish my kid, my, I wish my parents would have broken up before they did. I'm just going to sure. say that. I, I, because I had to see stuff that I should not have seen as a child. So staying right. together with the kids is bullshit. Exactly. And so, like, not only are kids just intellectually smarter than you think, but they absolutely are emotionally smarter than you think. And so they can pick up on the fact that you guys don't love on each other anymore. They can pick up on the fact that you guys are actively hostile towards each other. So, like, what kind of environment is that for a child? Does it suck to have to bounce between houses? I'm sure. Does it suck to have to deal with all those things? It's not something I have experienced with, but I'm, I'm assuming it is unfun. What's As someone who's bounced between, um, you know what? There are some really shitty, there are some really shitty things about it, but also double Christmases, double birthdays, fucking like double everything. So many more trips. I mean, especially if you, if you stay with Kat and you guys can get through this together, more power to you. And sure. and I hope that you can. However, if not, adding in another person for Kat eventually down the line or another person for you down the line just adds more people that will love that child. Sure. Um, I've but only be- ever yeah. had more love with guys- having extended family than it was if my parents would have stayed together and been miserable. Right. So, if you guys, if you guys split up, you guys get to go on separate vacations. Cat can take the kid to Disneyland, mate, meet a new guy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Disneyland. It's just like being raised in a home where two people are pretending to like each other but actively dislike each other is not better. It, you know what I mean? It's, no. It just isn't. It just isn't. And that also paints an idea in the child's mind of what relationships are and will mess up their relationships Absolutely. in the future. And it's so. like... And, you know, not to say I've, I have had a situation, many situations in which I have been in relationships with people that have had that kind of upbringing. And mm-hmm. because of that, like my outlook on on love and relationship is very fucking storybook esque, I guess, just because like I grew up in a normal, you know, like, quote unquote, normal situation while they had to go through this weird thing where their parents played the part of people that love each other, but actually don't. And that's what gets instilled into your brain. And so Mm -hmm. their mentality and their ideas of relationship is that it's never going to work out, that there's always some kind of thing that you're hiding from your partner. And so there's always this kind of like bullshittery that you have to put up. And it's sad that that's in the back of their mind, what they mm-hmm. think every single relationship is going to be, because then there's this like wall that you have to get through to get to their feelings because they had to put that up to protect themselves. For sure. You know? For sure. So yeah, at the end of it, keep, there's a kid on the way, keep the kid 
uh, at the at the front of your mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing else really should be at the at the top of your brain at this moment. There is a child on the way, so whatever you can do to make sure that child has the best chance at life. That's the decision you need to to make. Um, so yeah, not not from three people randomly here or any of the answers on Reddit or anybody else, but I think you need to just look into yourself and maybe you and Kat jump into some therapy or or something. But yeah, um, do that. there's a that lot of work therapy, that needs maybe. to happen here to make sure that that kid is is uh, brought up in a loving and caring environment. Don't get your advice from some fucking clown named Slurp Twerp. I'm just some bitch playing Skyrim in Oregon. Like, come on. God bless. Oh, man. Uh, so we've gone through a, a handful of answers here. I don't remember when we started, but I think we're coming around to, to our usual time. If we're not at an hour, we're just shy of it. Perfect. All righty, then. Well, I think it's probably a good time to wrap up. This was actually really fun. I would like to do this again. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's I let's definitely this. do a part two. Of yes. The future. Yeah, yes, sure. definitely. And uh, yeah, we'll, this will be a thing we just do on occasion. Yeah, absolutely. We'll throw it in every once in a while and uh, just whip the dick out. Yeah. Know. And if y'all have any relationship advice, that you, relationship advice that you want to uh, suggest or have our thoughts or opinions yes. on, make sure to hit us up on Twitter, HKHPod. Yes, or if you know us from any other thing, hit us up in that. that yeah, that Discord, well. whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, what are some other things these people might know us from? Yeah, uh, yeah. Speak. Yeah, what are some other things? Zelestia, would you like to start us off? Yeah, sure. So, hi, I'm Zelestia. Uh, you can catch me every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at seven. Sundays at four p.m. PST over there on Twitch.tv slash Zelestia. Playing a lot of Skyrim, and then every Monday we do some variety stuff. Uh, right now we're going through Dragon Age Inquisition, which is a ton of fun. We're also uh, currently in partnership with Turtle Pig Productions right now um, for our Stack Up fundraiser. Um, and uh, if you want to maybe go into Stack Up a, a little a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So Stack Up is a nonprofit organization that helps out people that are both uh, in active military and veterans and also just people that are struggling with mental illness in general. They have a handful of different programs that they have going on where they ship out gaming gear over to people that are currently stationed. And then also whenever pandemic stuff clears up, they also save up money, uh, you know, to send injured veterans and stuff to conventions and do a lot of really other cool outreach programs, including a discord that is dedicated to helping folks that are struggling with mental illness to team them up with other folks uh, to play games and just have camaraderie um, so that they don't feel alone in any of these kinds of situations. So it's a fantastic organization. We're doing a fundraiser over the next two weeks uh, to raise up money uh, for that. We have a couple of group milestones set up. So it's a lot of fun. Um, If you attend either of our live streams, we are actively talking about it. So you'll be able to get the links to, uh, you know, donate there. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Speaking of those live streams, you can find me at twitch.tv slash turtlepigproductions. Um, I am actively going through some, some, some changes because of work and stuff like that, but just tune in uh, and hit me up on Twitter and I'll make sure that I update scheduling there as much as I can. Um, and then also I do run a merch shop with the lovely Miss Celestia. And so you can find that at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash designed by, oh, suck my ass. Uh, sorry, designbyhumans.com. Designed by suck my ass. <laughs> Designed by suck my ass. <laughs> designedbyhumans.com slash shop slash tater pig shop. And we actually just put out a couple of new designs in preparation for uh, Pride Month, which which is super great. So we have a homosexual, and then we also have my turtle pig uh, in a rainbow uh, color palette. So yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, definitely get some 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 pride for our LGBTQIA plus uh, brothers and sisters and and, and non-binary pals. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we got going on. I've realized how odd it is that you you don't have a design branch called Suck My Ass. That would be so on brand for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know you could get me on my other podcast, uh, Thank Pod for Cast Cars, an exhaustive look at the Fast and Furious franchise. Phew. Uh, where me and my buddy Sam are going through all the Fast and Furious films leading up to nine. Uh, this week will be Fast Five, which is a very fun, exciting episode as it is. Uh, and I think I've mentioned my whole bit about Second Grenade on this show. Yes. It is the the film that features Second Grenade. Uh, so it is 
one of my favorite of those movies. So it's it's a good time to jump in if you haven't already. Uh, definitely listen to the Tokyo Drift episode where Turtle was on. Uh, and then I also have The Castletons, um, a show where me and my uh, fellow podcast professional, Jake, uh, each episode help a guest perfect their podcast passion, passion project. Too many P's in my, my uh, a lot of P's. plugs. A lot of P's. Too many peas in the plugs. Uh, both Turtle and Zell have been guests recently, so those are obviously great jumping in points. And uh, and Jake was actually here on this show uh, for the History of Sex episode. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Out, yeah, uh, two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So check all those uh, wonderful, fun podcasts out. Absolutely. Alrighty then. Well, I think uh, I, I I think that just about does it. So this was a really yeah. again I really enjoyed doing this this episode. This was a lot of fun. Um, but without further ado, I think it's time to close this shit out. So cheers. Cheers. <laughs>